You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Austin Connor. If you found out that at this time next year you weren't a Christian, why do you think that would be? What sin would be the one that enticed you and gripped you so much that you believed it would be worth it to stop following Jesus? Today, we're answering the question, how do I fight temptation? If you're following Jesus, did you know that you've signed up for a life of temptation? Jesus himself said as much when he taught his disciples to pray, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. How are you being tempted right now? What sinful paths seem enticing and gripping and worth following? In today's episode, I wanna give you four ways to help you fight temptation. Here's the first. Know where you're gonna be tempted. My kids' favorite show right now is America's Funniest Videos. They watch clips every night. Last week, one of the finalists was a dad trying to hit a pinata. But the only catch was they spun him around and then they blindfolded him. And he was swinging with great power and effort, but he was only hitting the air. Why? Well, of course, right? It was because he was disoriented and he couldn't see. If you and I don't know where we're gonna be tempted, if we don't know which paths of sin are enticing to us, then we're like that dad trying to hit the pinata. We're disoriented, blinded, swinging and fighting with all of our might, but coming up empty. So where are your temptations? What sinful paths do you find yourself wanting to go down? If you don't know, you should. Second thing we need to do, we need to admit the fight against temptation is too much. One of my favorite movies the last few years is Lincoln the one starring Daniel Day-Lewis. The scene I'll never forget is when Lincoln is trying to comfort his wife on the one-year anniversary of their son, Willie's death. His wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, she's crying on Willie's bed, and Lincoln calmly walks up to her, sits beside her, gently puts his arm around her, and he says, it's too much. The grief and the death of their son, it's too much for either of them to handle. Fighting the temptation of sin on your own is too much. We cannot avoid going down those paths of sin on our own because apart from Jesus, we are dead in our sin. Apart from Jesus, we don't want to follow him. Ephesians chapter two, verse one and two capture both of those realities. It says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. You see, the enemies at work in every human heart our own sinfulness, and Satan and his demonic powers, they're too much for any of us to handle. If we don't admit that, then it's not gonna go well for us. So admit that that fight against temptation, it's too much, but don't stop there. Third, you gotta realize that you can fight temptation. Romans 6, verse six and seven. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. If we jump down to verse 11, it says, so you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. You see, when Paul talks about being set free from sin, he's thinking about the power and the jurisdiction of kingdoms. He's saying that we're no longer under the power and the dominion and the rule and the reign of sin. And so we don't have to obey it anymore. 
It's as if the doors have been blown off of our prison cell and we are free to leave at any time. The death, the resurrection, and the ascension of Jesus means that there's a new sheriff in town. He is the new king. He is in control. He has the final say. Not sin, not death, not Satan. And so, therefore, because of this, as Romans 6 verse 12 goes on to say, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Followers of Jesus have the ability to fight temptation because King Jesus has blown the prison doors off. He's broken the power of sin over our lives and through the power of the Holy Spirit living in us enables us to turn away from the path of sin and instead follow the path of righteousness, of life. Which leads me to the final point. To fight temptation, you've got to fight pleasure with pleasure. A friend of mine once told me this story about his daughter. She had been begging him to let her have her favorite ice cream, mint chocolate chip. It was just sitting in his freezer and waiting to be devoured. And so when dinner was over, my friend finally let his daughter pull the pin. He put three massive scoops of ice cream in a bowl for her. She squealed with joy, took the ice cream into the living room, turned on the TV and started chowing down. But about a minute later, my friend heard the loud clank of the spoon against the bowl. And he looked up and saw his daughter looking at the TV absolutely mesmerized. The clank was her spoon hitting the bowl because she dropped it and stopped eating the ice cream. Why? Well, a commercial for a My Little Pony came on. And the only thing that she loved more than mint chocolate chip ice cream was, you guessed it, My Little Ponies. She was so enticed, so gripped by the thought of having another My Little Pony that she abandoned that mint chocolate chip ice cream. I think you get the point. Why did she stop eating that ice cream? Well, she was gripped by a greater pleasure. It is no different in our fight against temptation. Can we just admit for a second what we all know by experience? Sin is pleasurable. It feels good, but only for a brief moment. In the end, eventually, it lets us down. It fails. It bites back. Psalm 16 verse 4 says, Those who run after other gods, we could say other sins, will suffer more and more. Have you realized this yet? What sinful paths are you running down? How are your sins causing you and others to suffer? Do you really think it's worth it? There's a better way. Psalm 16, it ends this way in verse 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. That psalm is about Jesus. Jesus reveals the path of life to his followers, and he gives us incentives to continue down that path. Fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. What that's talking about, it's not a path, it's not a thing, it's Jesus himself. So how do you fight temptation? Well, know where you'll be tempted. Admit that the fight is too much. Realize that you can fight it thanks to Jesus. And finally, fight pleasure with pleasure. In one sense, everyone's fight is a little bit different. For some, that enticing path of sin is drunkenness. For others, it's the path of lust. Still others are tempted to travel down the path of envy. I'm not sure what your path is, but you do. At least I hope you do. And yet in another sense, our fight, it's the same. The fight of a follower of Jesus in every time, in every place, in every circumstance is to believe that Jesus is more. Know that you are not alone in this fight, even if it feels like it. There are hundreds of us, even in the community of Veritas, right now that are fighting together. And best of all, Jesus is with us. So never 
ever stop fighting to believe that Jesus is more. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you know somebody who's struggling to fight temptation, uh, pray for them and share this podcast with them and then ask them how you can help. The weekend is here, but we're going to be back on Monday, same time, same place. See you then.